Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. What's going on, everybody? Come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. It's Tuesday night, which means we're going to do a quick preview of tomorrow night's Wednesday Night Live Bible Study. I'm doing a preview a little different tonight than I normally do. Uh, normally, what I do when I do a preview, I just go live on TikTok and uh, on Instagram. Tonight, uh, we're going to bring it on some of our other platforms. So we are coming in. Where we at? Where we at? Come on, TikTok. Where we go? Where we go? Y'all, come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. Uh, we are on uh, YouTube. All of our all of the Bishop Foreman platforms is what we're on. And, uh, and the Harvest Church platform. So we're doing a little different tonight. We're changing things up uh, for the preview for tonight. So normally we're just on Instagram when we do the preview, but we're going to be on several platforms. So y'all come on in tonight and let's do this preview. This is the first time we're doing it this way, changing things up um, and doing all that. Wichita, Kansas, good to see you. Come on in, come on in. Shalom, come on in. Shalom, come on in. I know most of y'all, again, are used to seeing me on uh, this Instagram or TikTok when we do the preview, but we're going to change it up and do a little different tonight. All right. I can see that screen flicking in the background. That must be a TikTok thing. Anyway, Palm Springs, let's go. Omaha, let's go. Uh, LA, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Listen, you all, uh, tonight I'm going to give you a preview of tomorrow night's Wednesday night live Bible study, which is going to be amazing. Uh, and uh, it's going to be at seven o'clock mountain time. That's nine o'clock Eastern time. I want to encourage you to make plans uh, to stream online. You can watch on any of our digital campuses. Uh, we do a pop-up over here on TikTok at 7 o'clock Mountain. We go um, YouTube, Facebook, uh, no, excuse me, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, our app, our website, several different platforms. The reason we do that is really, really simple, um, is that if ever there's an issue with one platform, we never want to be locked down to where we can't do what it is that we do. And so that's why we do multiple platforms. And so uh, I realize that, you know, if we, um, you know, reduced it to one, you could have all the audience in one. But I don't like that because if ever you two want a trip, I got Facebook, I got my app, I got my website. If ever my website want a trip, y'all remember? couple of, or I guess it's probably been about a year now. Who remembers when Facebook and Instagram went, or excuse me, yes, Facebook and Instagram were like down for a whole day. Um, that thing was crazy. And so for many people, they, they just, there's nothing you could do. So you had to go over to YouTube. You had to go over to Twitter. That's why uh, we do that. All right. So that's tomorrow night, seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. Uh, join us online. The best way to stay connected is to get our app. How to get our app? You text the word harvest to the phone number 877 552-4746. Again, text Harvest to 877-552-4746. And when you do that, you'll be able to stay connected um, to uh, to everything that we're doing. You'll get the notifications when we're live, all of that. All right. Um, and and what's cool, good evening, y'all. And what's cool about it um, is that um, when we do it, you can always get our uh, podcast and get all of that. Uh, get the message on all platforms. You got it. That's exactly why I do it that way. All right. So get our app. Text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. In our app, you get our podcast. Um, you get music. You can read the Bible. There's so many features. Take a spiritual gifts test. There's so many awesome features that are in our app. Totally free. For many of you, if you've never read through the Bible, in, our, in the whole year, you can literally do it in our app. In our Bible reading app, I have them to have into the same Bible, the very same Bible plan that I use is the same one that's in our app. It's the Robert Roberts plan. You click on Bible reading plan, you can read through the whole Bible in a year. And here's what I love about it is that it'll actually read the Bible to you, which is really cool. So then that way, you're not trying to sit down. Most people don't use traditional uh, Bibles anymore. You're not trying to sit down and read it. You're not reading. A, you can pick which version you want. So I've read it in New King James Version several times, King James Version several times. I've gone through the whole word. This year, I decided to go through the word in the Message Bible translation. And that thing is a whole nother beast. There's a prayer wall in the app. Cardina, you're right about that. So many awesome things that are in there. So I encourage you to get that app. Text Harvest 877-552-4746 to get the app. All right, y'all, let's jump in. Uh, again, do me a favor, share this. This is a preview of tomorrow night's Wednesday Night Live Bible study. And you guys know, Wednesday Night Live at Harvest, our midweek is a whole beast. And it's not just 
um, Bible study. It is not just pedagogical in nature where I'm just lecturing you for an hour, hour and a half or whatever. It is interactive. It is fun. It's exciting. In fact, can I be honest with you? For me, it's at a whole nother level um, because people on a Wednesday, they're hungry. Whenever there's a hunger, there's a habitation. I'll say that again. Whenever there's a hunger, there's a habitation in the spirit. And uh, and so God meets us on Wednesday Night Live, on campus and online. For all my digital family, you all know that the fire comes through the screen. How many of y'all know that? Wave at me if you know that. Like the, the power, the energy, the excitement. It comes through the screen and more importantly, the anointing. It comes through the screen whenever you're watching on and that's why you're connected and that's why you're on and that's why you're part of that. So I want to encourage you again. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock Eastern. All right, let's get into this preview. So Sunday, we're in this sequel or in this series called The Sequel. The sequel. And this series is all about how our God is the God of sequels. Hear me. God is always wanting your next to be better than your previous. Look at me. God always wants what's to come to be better than what's been. And for some of you all, I know that your life is good. Like wave at me if you can be honest that things are going in a good direction in your life. There may be some areas where you want to see some things, but the truth is your life is going in a good direction. Let me encourage you tonight in this um, is that while that may be good, what's next is going to be a, is going to be better. I'll say that again. While that may be good, what's next is going to be better. He is the God of sequels. He is the God of the uh, next. You got to hear what I'm saying. Do me a favor on TikTok, share. Uh, again, this is the first time we're doing it on all these other platforms for our preview. Make sure that you share, tag some people who come in and watch over here on Instagram where we normally, my Instagram family, we've been loyal and faithful. Um, I need you to make sure you share too, right? When you share, people get saved. This is a preview of where we're going tomorrow night. And What's next is going to be better. The Bible says that God takes us from faith from faith, from level to level, from glory to glory. In 2 Corinthians 3.18, here's what it says. We all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed. Look at me. You are not who you used to be. You don't think how you used to think. You don't act how you used to act. You don't even talk how you used to talk. You are being transformed, which means, watch me, you should always feel like, look at me, like you don't know who you are. You got to hear what I just said, because that contradicts a lot of what pop culture says. Pop culture says you need to know who you are. Mm -mm, mm -mm. There are certain times, if you're being transformed, you should feel like you do not know who you are and you do not recognize who are you who you are becoming. Watch me. In a good way. Can I prove this to you? The butterfly has four stages to its evolution process. Drop a four on the screen. Four stages to its evolution process. Stage number one, it's as small as a sesame seed on a sesame seed bun. Stage number two, it grows to 100 times its size. 100 times its size, which means it does not recognize what it was. And for some of y'all, you're like, I just feel, I just feel like I don't know what's going on. Listen, that's the way it's supposed to be. You are being transformed. You are not who you used to be. You're not who you used to uh, 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 be. be. You're not, you don't talk how you used to talk. You don't act how you used to act. And it's supposed to be that way. And stage two, a butterfly is 100 times its size. This is the familiar stage that you're used to with the butterfly where it's a caterpillar. Now, just think about it. Stage one, it was small as a sesame seed on a sesame seed bum. But what happened? It transformed. It transformed. I need for some of you to type on the screen, I'm transforming. You are not who you used to be. I know you, watch me. I know people will try to always typecast you. And you were this. People will always try to lock you in where they met you. And there were certain people that met you in your stage one. But watch me. You're no longer in stage one. You have transformed. Don't lock me into how you met me. Don't lock me into how you met me. Don't lock me into how you met me. Y'all better talk to me. Do not lock me into how you met me because I am evolving. I am transforming. Don't lock me up into how you met me, right? Stage three of the butterfly, watch me, it goes through a very dark stage, but this is part of the transformation process. Look at me, even your dark stages are part of your transformation process. Even your dark stages are part of your growth process. Even your dark moments, you gotta hear this, 
are part of your transformation process. Right? They're part of your transformation process. Now, check this out. Look, um, in stage three, after growing 100 times its size, watch what happens. It is now buried underground in a chrysalis or buried beneath a leaf or behind the leaf. Now, this is deep because you would think that transformation always looks positive. Come on, y'all. You would think that transformation always looks positive. You would think that transformation always looks good. Sometimes your transformation will not always look good. It will not always feel good. It will be dark sometimes. And listen, I love this. You ready? The butterfly will spend two weeks or two years in that what's called a chrysalis or a cocoon predicated upon how big it's going to be. And for some of y'all, you got to hear me. The longer you spend in the cocoon, the bigger you will be when you get to stage four. I need you to rejoice. Come on, preview. I need you to rejoice for every other area of your life that has been locked up in a cocoon. Nobody knew who you were. It felt dark. It felt lonely. It felt like you were in obscurity. It felt like God forgot about you. I need you to hear me. The longer you're in the cocoon, the bigger the butterfly you will be. Can I say it this way? I thank God for every delay you've experienced. Come on here. I thank God, Jada, for every for every ex delay you've experienced. I thank God for everything that did not flow and function the way that you wanted for it to function. Why? Because it was an indication that when you get to your next, let me see if I can preach it another way, that when you get to your sequel, you are not going to be nothing to play with. When you get to your sequel, you are not going to be chump change. When you get to your sequel, there's a butterfly called the monarch butterfly. Monarch meaning king. Uh, there's a butterfly that is the king of the butterflies. When you come out of this, oh boo, oh, it's going to be on. I need you to type that on the screen. Thank God for every delay. Thank God for every cocoon. Thank God for every moment it felt dark. Thank God for every moment you felt forgotten about. It's part of your transformation process. The Bible says we are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to the next. That fourth stage of that butterfly, that fourth stage of that butterfly is when you see what we're used to as the butterfly. Now think about it, because again, remember some of you say, I don't know, I just don't feel like myself. I don't know who I am anymore. Listen to me, good, you shouldn't, because stage one don't look like stage two. Stage two don't look like stage one. Stage three don't look like stage two. Stage four looks like none of the previous stages. Stage four looks like none of the previous stages. In stage four, hear me, in stage four, this doggone thing is flying. In stage three, it was stagnant. In stage two, it was crawling. In stage one, it did nothing. I'll back it up and say it again. In stage one, it did nothing. In stage two, it was crawling. In stage three, it, was, uh, uh, it did nothing. It was stagnant. In stage four, it was fine. What's happening is that at each of these stages, it's going through a transformation process. So I need you to stop holding on to who you were. Watch me. God doesn't, he's not interested in that anymore. I'll say that again. Stop holding on to who you were. God is not interested in that version any longer. He's ready for the upgrade. He's ready for the upgrade. Speak that over your life. Upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. He's ready for the upgrade. Guys, I need you to share. We're doing it different tonight for preview. I'm trying something rather than just doing it on Instagram and TikTok. We're doing it on TikTok, Instagram, and all of our social platforms. Not on our app or website. All of our social platforms. Just trying something a little different tonight. That's all. Right. We'll see if I like it. If I like it, we'll keep doing it. If not, we'll just go back to the two. All right? It's an upgrade happening on your life. It's an upgrade happening on your life. It's an upgrade happening on your life. It's an upgrade, Cardina. It's an upgrade. It's an upgrade, Althea. It's an upgrade, Nina. It's an upgrade. It's an upgrade, Jada. It's an upgrade. It's an upgrade, Sharon. It's an upgrade. That's what it is. It's an upgrade. You ready? All right. Now, in this, understanding this process, this is a preview of where we're going tomorrow night. 
This is a preview of where we are going tomorrow night. Um, in this, the sequel begins in you before it happens around you. Every upgrade is a sequel. Every upgrade is a sequel. And pay attention, the sequel begins in you before it happens around you. So Sunday's message was called Affliction Accelerates You. Because, listen, when God wants to get you to your next level of glory, translation, when God wants to get you to your sequel, translation, when God wants to get you to your upgrade, he allows affliction. Look at me. Whenever God wants to get you somewhere faster, he allows a storm. He allows trouble. He allows affliction. He al Listen, if he wants to get you somewhere fast, it's very windy in Denver today. It is very, very windy. And I was out uh, earlier as I was um, uh, headed to the gym. And, uh, and as I was out early, that wind started blowing something fierce. I had to look at me. I had to turn my back to the wind because the wind was so intense. I was like, this is crazy. While I was driving earlier, I saw signage that had come off of buildings and things like that. It was crazy. I said, this is nuts. And literally, I can hear the wind out of, out of my windows. It is so windy. Pay attention. But that wind is are moving things more quickly. I'm going to say it again and give you an opportunity to respond right there. The wind is moving things more quickly. It's the same way in your life. Whenever God wants to get you somewhere quickly, he, he lets a storm come. He blows people out of your life that can't stay. He blows situations out of your life that are not supposed to remain. Whenever God wants to get you somewhere faster, he allows affliction. And affliction accelerates you. Affliction accelerates you. Um, can you type some of the situations in the chat that you may be facing right now that feel like affliction? That feel like affliction. Um, affliction, by definition, it's a problem that causes pain or suffering. Um, a strike I means you took a hit. Trouble, something that harasses you, something that knocks you about. It's like you're getting tossed to and fro. When you feel humiliated or when you feel weakened. But look at me, whenever God wants to get you somewhere faster, he allows that. Type some of the situations. Income, come on, talk, talk, talk to me, talk to me. Charges, talk to me, health issues, talk. Humiliation, stagnant at work, this is good. Self-destruction, plots from others, wow. Come on, y'all talk to me in these comments. Talk to me, people problems, this is good. This is good, dating, debt. Come on, talk. Come on, TikTok. Guys, I need you to share on TikTok. I need you to share on Instagram. I need you to share on all the other platforms. Lack of confidence, finances, housing situations. Come on, health issues, right? Financial relationships, self-sabotage, embarrassment, unemployment, stability, family, finances, diet, <clears throat> physical health. This is good. Car situation, right? This is good. He said, Bishop, how are you saying this is good when it feels like it's bad? Because what is this telling you? There's somewhere God's trying to get you faster. I know you just type what you feel like is affliction, but can I get you to put a praise on the screen for the fact, pay attention, for the fact that what feels like affliction is really acceleration. No family support. Dreams or projects deferred. Commissions not coming in. No transport. Come on, y'all. Addictions. Addictions. Listen, he's trying to get you somewhere faster. He's trying to get you somewhere faster. He is trying to get you somewhere faster. You owe him a praise. Why? Because if he's allowing that, he's trying to get you somewhere faster. All right? All right. Now, listen. Um, how do you know that, Bishop? Exodus 1 and 12. I'm setting you up for tomorrow. Exodus 1 and 12. But the more they afflicted them, who's the them? The them were God's people. So you can put yourself right there. The more they afflicted, whatever your name is, the more they multiplied and grew. Shut the front door. The more they afflicted them. Listen to me. It didn't say the more they favored them. It didn't say the more they helped them. It didn't say the more 
they were kind to them. It didn't say the more they supported them. It didn't say the more they prayed for them. It didn't say the more they encouraged them, which teaches me something, that the things you want, listen carefully to this, the things you want don't get you what you want. That man said something right there. The things you want, support, favor, encouragement, all that. The things you want do not get you what you want. What gets you what you want is affliction. And the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. So the things you want do not get you what you want. What's going to get you what you want is affliction. Jesus. See, that's why I had you to put a praise on the screen. Why? Because if I see affliction, it's about to be some acceleration. If I see some affliction, it's about to be some acceleration. The more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and they grew. Not the more they helped them, not the more they prayed for them, not the more they encouraged them, not the more they built them up, not the more that they supported them, not the more they clapped for them, not the more people showed up. No, none of that did anything. What did something for them, the more they afflicted them, the more they grew. Y'all got to hear that tonight. All right. Now, listen, let's go here. Um, listen to the last part of the verse. Um, the Egyptians were in dread of the children of Israel. And I'm talking to somebody over here on TikTok where sometimes you feel like, why do these people have an issue with me? Whenever your enemy recognizes something about you that you don't recognize about yourself, you ask the wrong question. You will say, what's wrong with me? Instead of asking this question of what does God show through me? I'm going to back it up. Instead of saying what's wrong with me, you need to ask this question, what does God show through me? So let me use myself for an example. Um, and again, guys, we're doing preview different tonight. We're on all of our different platforms except our app and website. So we're trying a little different tonight. Normally, I'm just over here on Instagram and TikTok. So we're trying something a little different. So share. Make sure you share. When you share, people get saved. I knew since I was a kid, I am an aggressive personality. I am an alpha style, make it happen Bam, boom, 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 boom. The joke is, is that I came out of my mother's room with a Bible and a briefcase. I came out handling the business and handling the business of the Lord. Um, that has always been on me. That has always been on me. I used to see where people would have issues with me. And I'd be like, how do they have an issue with me? I don't even know them. Or I've only done things to help them or things to bless them or things to benefit them. How in the world is somebody going to have an issue with me and I've not done anything to them? And what you have to understand is this. The Bible says that the Egyptians were in fear of the children of Israel. So what did they do in response to fear? The Bible says in Exodus 1.11 that they made the Israelites their slaves. They appointed brutal slave drivers over them, hoping to wear them down with crushing labors. They forced them to build the cities of Python and Ramses as supply centers for the king. Translation, because they feared them, you ready? They fought them. Because they feared them, they tried to frustrate them. Y'all got to talk to me, y'all. Because they feared them, they came against them. And some of y'all are like, what's wrong with me? Nothing is wrong with you. Can I help you? Perhaps the issue is that you scare the hell out of your enemy. And I mean that literally in the literal sense. You, this is why they talk about you. This is why they start stuff with you. This is, this is why. This is why. Why? Because they fear you. They were in dread of the children of Israel. They were in dread of them. This is why people will hate on you and talk about you. And you're like, what are you talking? Like, well, I don't even do nothing. I remember I would hear things and I would be like, what? I ain't even, what would someone so even say that? I had to learn early that my very presence is a rebuke to some people. Let's talk now. I had to learn early that because I am not some weak, passive black man that just lets the world do what it's going to try to do to me, I had to realize that scares some folks. Y'all not going to talk now. 
I had to learn that because I was passionate about what I put my hand to, that was going to scare some people. I had to learn. I remember one time um, somebody said about our church, um, um, uh, they said uh, they were the owner of a facility and they said Harvest Church and, 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 and they, were, they, they, they spoke Korean. I said Harvest Church, they said, it's, a, it's a too aggressive. It's a too aggressive. I said, thank you. He was like, Jesus Christ would not be that aggressive. I said, oh, yes, it would. He'd be, he'd be more aggressive than that. I said, I tell you what, thank you. I said, I know you meant that to try to say something negative about me. I said, but I didn't take it that way. I said, you know what I heard? I heard I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Y'all got to hear me tonight. You got to hear me tonight. You got to hear me tonight. Right? That's not, I said, exactly. Come on, say this. Say, hey, exactly. I said, you got to get the heck out of here. But listen, I deal with that type of thing. If I told you some of the stuff I deal with on a daily basis, you would be like, dog, you deal with all of that just to fulfill your assignment. You deal with all of that just to do what you're created to do. Because I had to recognize my very presence, my very existence, me doing, watch me, it strikes fear in the hearts of some people. And when they fear you, they will fight you. When they fear you, they will try to frustrate you. When they fear you, they, watch me, they will try to get you to fight yourself. And this is what happened. The Bible says that a new Pharaoh rose up and he looked at them and said, if they ever figure out who they are, they may turn on us. I need some of you to be okay with the fact that you scare some people. Be okay with the fact that because you're a person of excellence, that, that intimidates people who are not. And they will say things to you, you're doing too much. You want too much. Why are you asking for all of that? Why are you doing that? I need to just speak to somebody like, I'm not coming down. I'm not coming down. I'm not coming down. There's some of you single people where you, your very presence intimidates some of the people you date. And can I tell you, that is just simply proof that that is not your fit. Mm. If they got to get in competition with you instead of helping to complete, compete, or excuse me, uh, complete you and add compliment to you. That's the word I want. And compliment you. That is not your fit. That is not. And listen, and people tell you, well, you just want too much. R really? You going to come down? You going to come down to regular bill with to regular land with regular folks? No, nah, we ain't doing that. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Uh -uh, don't come down. Don't come down. Okay. Well, you ain't going to find what you're looking for. You ain't going to find what you're looking for. Oh, oh, but I will. You better hit me. There's plenty of catfish in the sea. Ain't a lot of sharks. Y'all ain't going to say that right there. Do not come down. Do not. Right? Um, so because they feared them, they afflicted them. But the more they afflicted them, the Bible says, the more they multiplied and grew. What does multiplication and growth mean? Acceleration. This means increase the speed. I'll say this to you once. I'll say it to you again. When God wants to get you to your next level of glory, he allows affliction. He allows affliction. And I gave you in Sunday's message several ways that um, you, are, uh, you, are, uh, you are accelerated. I gave you those ways. I told you you were accelerated educationally. You're smarter now. You're wiser now. You're stronger now. You're accelerated numerically. You're accelerated emotionally. You're accelerated financially. And you're accelerated spiritually. I taught you those things in Sunday's message. How can you get that? Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746 to get our app. And you can see Sunday's message. You can see it or watch it. Both were amazing. But that 1115, that 1115 was all the way up. All the way up. You got it? Tomorrow's message is called How to Handle Affliction. So I know that I'm accelerating, but how do I handle it? How do I deal with it? Can you type on the screen some of the ways that you can be honest that you handle the affliction that you deal with? Just be honest. And you're a bishop former, so you're in a safe place in a safe space. So you don't have to fake it until you make it. You can be real so that you can heal. All right? Type a few ways on the screen that you um, that you handle it, being silent. And, and listen, guys, when you type them, I'm going to help you. All right. So when you type them, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to help you. 
So when you become silent, what happens? When you shut down, what happens? What you let the enemy do is he took your weapons. Come on, let's talk, y'all. You let him take your weapons. Why? Because your words are power. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. If you get silent, what you do is you allow him to now take your weapon. You allow him to take your weapon. That's a great question. How do you heal with the spirit of rejection? That is a great question over here on TikTok. Benja, Benjamin, Benjamin Real Talk. That's a great question. I hope I didn't mispronounce that. There's a series I did called, um, um, goodness, what is the name of that series? Um, soul Surgery. Get that series. There's a message in there about rejection that will do that. Soul Surgery, you can get it on our app, our website, our YouTube channel, um, and you can get that. They're going to put in the comments how to get that. Go to harvestchurch.church, Soul Surgery. All right? If, if you shut down, if you shut down, right, and, and, and you silence yourself. Number one, when you silence yourself, the, the enemy literally takes your weapon. So now he cannot, you cannot fight because the way we fight as spirits is we fight in the spirit. Well, what is the spirit world? The spirit world is an invisible world that is voice activated. The spirit world is an invisible world that is voice activated. So if you do not speak, then he has taken your weapon, which means anything can happen. Anything can happen because he takes your weapon. Here's the second thing I saw. You isolate yourself. When you isolate yourself, watch me, the Bible says the enemy goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. When you isolate yourself, what you do is you make yourself easy prey for the enemy to come get. So what happens when you isolate yourself? You start saying stuff like this. Nobody cares about me. Lies. Lies. Nobody cares about you except all the people that care. Nobody cares about me. Nobody's there for me. Nobody believes in me. So what does he do? He begins to now get you to self-destruct because he has isolated you. Y'all not talking to me in these comments. So you cannot get silent. That's not the way to handle this. Mm -mm. In fact, you got to be like Bartimaeus. Let me get louder. You cannot isolate yourself because now you'll start saying things that are not true because he's got you by yourself. He's got you. And listen, you can't just be around anybody. Listen, you can't just be around anybody because if you just get around anybody, watch me. This is why you got to get, if you're, in the, if you're in Denver, get in the building in Atlanta. Uh, you got to get in the building. Soon, you're going to be able to build a building every week. But until then, you got to get in the building over there. Until then, you got to get online. You got to get in the comments. You got to get in the chat. You got to talk back to me on the screen. You got to hear what I'm saying. You can't just get around anybody because watch me. If the enemy wants to attack you, he'll attack you through somebody. So, so you got to get around people that are not going to feed your affliction, but people that are going to help you move through your affliction. And this is one of the reasons I say talk back to me in the comments, because for some of y'all, let's just keep it 100. You don't have people you can go around that are going to feed your growth. Let's just be, keep it real. You may not have people around you that are going to help you grow. So that means you're going to have to have a relationship. If I'm your pastor, you have to have a relationship with me through them comments. You have to talk to me. You have to talk to that TV screen. You have to talk to that phone screen. Come on, y'all. Because maybe you don't have people in your immediate area that you can get around. But what you cannot do is you cannot isolate yourself. You cannot shut down. Let's see some of the other ways. Guys, type some of the other ways that you um, that you handle affliction. I've seen several that said get quiet, silent and withdraw. Um, what other ways, what other ways? Talk to me that you handle affliction. Don't you, that you handle affliction. Come on, talk to me. Give me two more ways. I just want to use these as examples. Give me two more ways. Give me two more ways. Give me two more ways that you, that you, uh, handle affliction. Overthink. Let's deal with that. This is good. When you overthink, you will use all of your emotional energy to go nowhere. These last two are good. Overthinking, overeating, and then I'm going to add one. Oh, man, I'm going to add four. Okay, overthinking, overeating, lashing out. Overthinking, overeating, lashing out, and running. Overthinking, overeating, lashing out, running. So look, look, what we're going to do, you got to do those differently. You ready? So when you overthink, you use all of your emotional energy to go nowhere. You, and then watch what happens. You're tired, but you didn't go anywhere. When I go to the gym... I do not do cardio in the gym. 
Somebody said, Bishop, why don't you, you know, get on the treadmill? I, look at me. I do not like the treadmill. This is just me. I don't like the elliptical. I don't like the, I don't like none of that. You want to know why? Because I'm not going anywhere. I do my cardio out so I can see something. I need to see stuff. I need to see myself making progress. I need to be able to look and see, look, I was over there an hour ago. Now I'm over here. I was over there. Let me see it. I do not enjoy those uh, those stationary cardio things. That's just me. Nothing against those that do. Pay attention. When you overthink, that's literally what you do. You, you're on a treadmill, but watch me, you didn't go anywhere. So you used all your energy, but you did not go anywhere. You cannot overthink when you're afflicted. So what do you do when you're afflicted and you normally overthink? Instead, you need to say, God, okay, Give me the grace for my thoughts to be productive. That's what the Bible says. Take every thought captive. Give me the grace for my thoughts to be captive and my thoughts to be or to take my thoughts captive so that they're productive. They got to be productive. I know about overthinking because there are times I will. Oh, someone says um, stair climber. That's a good one, though. I don't like no cardio that's stationary. That's just me, though. This is me. I'm not knocking those to do. This is me. I don't like it. I need to see myself moving. This is me. This is me. Give me the grace to, for my thoughts to be productive. Guys, we're almost done. Um, overthinking, overeating was the other one. Look at me, guys. Can I give you confession? And this is going to free some of y'all. So you all know I'm in fitness and all that now, but I wasn't always that way. I've lost now. It's probably closer to like 110 plus pounds now. The official number is 95, but it's more than that now. Um, that I lost naturally, uh, no surgeries, nothing against surgeries, nothing against, you know, things that help you. I just did it uh, all natural. I lost the first 75 pounds in three months. And then after that, I did a whole webinar on it. So if you want to learn how I did it, the natural ways I used, um, you can get it on our, in our online store on our website. Now, check this out. Um, one of the things I discovered about myself, you ready? These are my confessions. Let me give you a confession. One of the things I discovered about myself is that I was an emotional eater. So let me free some of y'all. So I could pray for people. I could lay hands. I saw, we saw cancer heal. We saw all this stuff happen. I could get up and declare the word of the Lord and rule and reign and conquer and subdue. I knew all that. And I discovered I was an emotional eater. So when I, when I was celebrating, I ate. Come on. Y'all talk to me. What do you think of smooth move? I don't know what that is. Um, tell me what it is in the comments. I'll tell you what I think if I know what it is. I would eat. Come on, y'all. Don't leave me out there. Wave at me. Don't leave me out there. Come on, preview. This is my first time doing it on all the platforms. This may be the last time if y'all don't talk to me. I ate. When I was somewhere, I ate. Listen, when I was sad, I ate. I'm feeling real left, left on just out here. When I was sad, I ate. When I was frustrated, you know what I did? I'm going to go get something to eat. <laughs> when I felt amazing, I went to get something to eat. <laughs> when somebody did me dirty, I went to go get something to eat. I remember one time, I remember, <laughs> I remember one time, um, I was downtown Denver. I had, it was Valentine's Day. I took my mother uh, to uh, a restaurant downtown Denver, and uh, and we went downtown. We parked my SUV in the garage, <clears throat> and uh, you know it was it was a new SUV, so I had no issues. <clears throat> and um, then we come out of the restaurant. We're leaving. Car doesn't start. I think I told this story before. Um, car doesn't start. We we're walking out, and uh, the car won't start. Or excuse me, the car started, but it wouldn't reverse. I was like, this is crazy. And so you go through that whole situation and, um, and you know, we're trying to figure that whole thing out and all of that. And you know how I dealt with that situation once it was all said and done? I was like, I need to eat. I remember one time my car was stolen uh, in the very, very early days of our church. In the first six months of our church, our car was stolen actually by one of the young people um, in the church. My car was stolen. And, uh, um, and, uh, and so my car was stolen. We able to figure out all that. And do you know, do you know how I dealt with that situation? I, yes, I prayed and we dealt with all that stuff. You know what I did? I ate. 
<laughs> y'all remember, y'all remember that story, right? <laughs> I ate. I ate. Um, and so what's crazy, I discovered that. Here's what's dangerous, and we're almost done, about what happens when you use eating and food as a way to deal with affliction. Is that from a health standpoint, come on, it's it's not going to help you. It's not. Um, it's not. So what do we have to do? We have to redirect that energy and say, God, let me do something productive in the midst of my affliction. I'm going to need something else that's going to make my body better. I'm going to need something else. I'm going to need something else. Um, so I had to shift that thing. Right? But for all of you felt like, oh my God, I'm an emotional eater. I can relate. And listen, that's not just the thing ladies deal with. Come on, fellas, let's keep it 100. You eat. And somebody say, I don't, I'm not an emotional eater. Then why you always got a bag of Skittles, a bag of gummy worms? You just use snacks. You don't have, you don't have luxurious food. You have snacks. You be snacking. So before you try to say, I don't deal with that, why you always got snacks? Listen. Um, overthinking, overeating. What was the other one I wanted to deal with? Um, what was the other one I wanted to deal with? Um, running was one of them. Running. You don't want to run away from it because when you run away from it, really what you're doing is you're running back to it. You're running. Thank you. Lashing out. You're running back to it. Anytime you run from something, you are running back to it. I'll say it again. Anytime you run from something, you're running back to it. It's a circle. Because you're going to have to deal with the issue at some point. You have to. So for those of you who know that I'm just running, I'm going to leave and just start over. You're going to run back into it. You want to know why? Because while you changed the scenery, you didn't change you. While you changed, that wind is loud. While you changed the scenery, you did not change yourself. You did not change yourself. You ready? Last thing, when you lash out. Here's why lashing out is not good. When you lash out, you may lash out. And it, watch me, and it may cost you everything. Listen to me now. Moses was angry. He was angry with the children of Israel. He was like, I'm trying to get these jokers into the promised land. They do not want to go to the promised land. This is a whole mess. I'm sick of this. I'm tired of this. And one day they prayed for some water. And the Lord says, speak to the rock and tell the rock to produce water. Moses gets so angry. He takes his, his, his staff and he strikes the rock. But the Bible says that the rock literally was an anthropomorphization. It was the Lord. The Lord made himself the rock. So literally, the rock is capitalized in your Bible. So literally, Moses struck the rock, but he says the rock was Jesus. God was like, Moses, you took your anger out on me. And you're really mad at these jokers. And you want to know what the Lord says? You're not going into the promised land. What? What? Oh my God. Y'all missed it. What? I Listen, Moses has been faithful. He, 40 years he's in Egypt. 40 years he's in the wilderness. And then the next 40 years he spends trying to get them to the promised land. And do you know what God says? Nope. Because of your little outburst, you're not going in. Here's what's dangerous. When you, when you lash out, you'll quit what you shouldn't quit. You'll walk away from what you shouldn't walk away from. You'll talk crazy to somebody you should not talk crazy to. You will send an email you should have never sent. You will send a text you should have never text. You will say something you should have never said. Here was what your prayer has to be if that's the way you deal with affliction. You have to say, Lord, help me to keep my emotions in check. Help me to keep my emotions in check. Because you'll do crazy stuff. You will do crazy stuff. How many of us wave at me, if you can be honest, that you have done some crazy things because you've been mad. You've been in affliction and you just lashed out. I, th I remember one time, this is small stuff, but I want to answer this point. I one time, I had a, this tells you how old, long ago it was. I had a Palm Pilot and that Palm Pilot kept, I was mad at something. I was mad at something. I got so angry. I took that phone. <clears throat> I threw that phone so hard. And you know what? I couldn't use the phone. So for a whole day, because I did it at nighttime, or because of the evening when the uh, phone places were closed, for the whole day, 
I couldn't do anything. So listen, I'm the one can't talk on the phone because I didn't throw because I threw the phone. I I didn't tow the phone up. I know Palm Pilot, right? <laughs> what right, no iPhone? Listen, I ain't throwing no iPhone. If I get mad and want to throw something, I ain't throwing the iPhone. I may throw the case, but I ain't throwing the phone. You got to pray, Lord, help me keep my emotions in check. So tomorrow night's message, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern, is how do I handle affliction? How do I handle it? I want to invite you, if you're in Denver, be in the building. If you're not in Denver, watch on any of our digital campuses. It's going to be amazing. Someone says, I thought I arrived with the Palm Pilot. I know, right? Um, it's going to be amazing. Last two things I want to do. Guys, we tried preview a little different tonight. We're going to see if we do it this way again or if we just stick to IG and TikTok. Here's what I want to do. I want you, I do the preview so you can share and invite. So um, so we did these other platforms so you can go share it with people, share it on your page, text it to people, let people know so they can watch tomorrow night and, uh, and Instagram, put it in your story, TikTok. Our TikToks, for some reason, are not allowing, um, they're not holding the videos. It says they're there, but it says there's some type of error in the system. So, um, but TikTok, do what you can do to share. Anybody else excited about the word tomorrow night? Wave at me if you're excited about the word. Um, I love the previews because often during the previews, they turn into like full Bible study because I say stuff during the previews that I just don't say during the messages. That's just the Holy Ghost. All right. That's tomorrow's night. How do you handle affliction? We know it accelerates you, but doggone it. How do I deal with it? How do I deal with it? That's tomorrow night's message. All right. Tonight, if this blessed you, you can sow into it. How can you sow? You can use the cash app dollar sign bishop form with the number two over here on Instagram. You can use the badges to sow if you want to do that. Um, I know you all like to ask me, for those of you that are regulars with me, um, you like to ask what's the amount. Uh, it's twos. Two is the thing tonight. 22. 22 is the thing tonight. So if, you, if this blessed you, you want to sow two. 22. That's the, um, that's the year you're in and that's the biblical number for witness. All right. It's going to. You like it that way? Keep it that way. I'm, I'll think about it. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. All right. Um, lastly, if you were, uh, if you're tonight on here, you're not a Christian. Number one, um, tonight's your night to recommit yourself to the Lord. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him. Today's your day to give yourself to the Lord in full and recommit yourself. And thirdly, like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things start or where things are at with God, but I want to be sure. Only count of three. Do me a favor on every platform. Do that hand wave emoji. Say it's me. One, two, three. Respond right now. You need to become a Christian or, or recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I never like to get off of a live without giving people an opportunity to come to the Lord. Y'all, um, people coming to the Lord still matters to me. And I pray that it still matters to you. Um, he said, Bishop, I got issues. Great. He's got solutions. Bishop, I'm not... I'm not all together. Great. He's not coming for all together people. You don't get your life together to come to God. You come to God and God's going to help you to get your life together. I see you. I got you. I got you over here. Two. I got you over here. I got you. I got you. Come on. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. If that's you, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. I got you. See, people come to the Lord. This is why we do it, y'all. This is why we do it. These lives, these lives matter. These lives matter. I want to do everything I can do at every moment that I have to get as many people as I can to the Lord. I'm going to count you down. Five. Hand wave emoji said to me. Four. No guilt. Anybody going to judge you? You're a bishop for me. You're in a safe place. Three. Two. One. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this new race and be faithful. If I fall down, give me the grace to get back up. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, do this. Text the word decision. They're going to put it on all the platforms we're on. Text the word decision to 877-552-4746. Um, when you do that, we're going to shoot your text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not a hobby. I was listening today in the daily Bible reading something in the Message Bible, and the way that thing said it, poof, it hit me like that. It said, um, they want they want God. They, here's what it said. They want convenient Christianity. I thought, wow. Then one version, then one line that says, they want customized, uh, customized Christianity. In other words, that God adjusts to them instead of them adjusting to God. 
that thing was like, whoa, all right? So we're going to shoot you that message to help you do that, all right? If you're going to sew, sew. You got the different platforms tonight. Love you guys. Make sure you share. I do the previews, not because I have nothing else to do. I do the previews because I want us to share. I want to get you fired up about the word. So then you share the word with other people, right? And that's the whole goal. I know, isn't that a whole? I am going to preach it. I was like, this is amazing. I'm going to preach that. That message Bible is no punk. I was like, this Bible is like borderline. It's very direct. It's very frank. I was like, this Bible is a fuck. This this message is a fuck. So I'll use it more. Um, the old says won't allow that. I use it more now. Uh, in my messages, because uh, because some of the some of the way it words it, it's just really good. All right, love you guys. Have an amazing night. Share this when you hop off. Love you. See you tomorrow night. All right, shalom. All right, we'll go TikTok. Bye TikTok. We'll go here to the middle. Love you guys. Thanks for coming on to the different platforms tonight. It was different than the way uh, we normally do that. So let's go. Love you. And then to my faithful Graham. Listen. Y'all like y'all like the y'all like the first the first church for these previews. Love you all. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.